All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Uh, all is well here. Uh, right off the top, I want to tell the listeners that we are recording on Wednesday, April 18th. I always like to give a heads up when we record several days before the posting date because something might happen. And then you listen and go, well, Jesus Christ, this is the biggest news story in the world. Why didn't they talk about it? And it's because it happened on like Saturday or Sunday and we recorded this in advance. And that's what happened last week. Jake, we recorded, uh, I don't remember when, but then on Friday evening, uh, Trump went and bombed Syria. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that was pretty wild. Um, people haven't been talking about it much, though. <laughs> that, that's exactly what I was going to say, because here's why I thought it was funny that nobody's talking about it. It was, uh, on Friday night, I was watching TV with my wife. Um, and we, you ever watch Silicon Valley on HBO? No, but I've, I've heard good things. It's phenomenal. We're only on season three, I believe. Uh, they just premiered season five, and that's going to be the last one. So we're only a couple seasons back. I absolutely cannot recommend it enough. It's it's fantastic TV. So we're watching uh, a comedy TV show and laughing, and it's this weird. I had this disconnect. Like I was online as it was as the show was wrapping up. Uh, I opened up my computer and I just saw that everybody's freaking out talking about World War Three and Russia and this and that. And I'm like, huh, I, I, I really don't feel that because I'm just sort of not paying attention to the news. I'm watching TV. And then on Saturday or Sunday, they announced it was going to be a one-off strike. And by Monday, no one was talking about it. So here, everybody's freaking out Friday night. Oh, my God, the bombs are dropping. World War Three is happening. And then it just sort of went away. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, and now people are almost getting on him on both sides of the aisle for being a, a, too much of an isolationist when it comes to bombings. And I'm like, wait a minute, isn't he supposed to find ways around bombings? Sangria, shut up. My dog's annoying. Anyway, yeah, he should, he should be trying not to bomb people. I think that's a good goal for a president. I would think so, and it's funny is because what's funny is it seems to, at least for a day or two, because attention spans and you know nobody has any memory of anything but it seems to have pissed off his base for one second where he said the funny thing about the bombing is like last week uh before it he said you know i want everybody out of syria and then he bombs syria and his base is you know like he said america first we're going to end these conflicts and they looked at it as motherfucker you said no more middle east conflicts and here you are bombing another country so i thought that was interesting that I mean, of all the people to be right, Trump supporters were maybe we shouldn't be just bombing. And here's the fucked up part. Just well, yeah, that. that was that was a big part of his platform. Well, well, not a I don't want to say a big part of his platform because I, both sides, as far as the mainstream right and left, tend to just kind of ignore foreign policy while we just go around bombing whoever the fuck. But he did constantly say throughout his campaign that he was tired of us being uh, a police force throughout the world and and. We're going to pull back on this. Of course, he, he got in and, and did whatever anyway, which, yeah, I mean, you knew he was going to do that. But, yeah, that was part of his platform. And to me, the fucked up thing about it is, uh, and I'm not the first person to say this. I'm I'm like the four millionth person to say this. But literally, uh, he kept saying, and the, the rationale was um, they used chemical weapons and we need to teach them a lesson and say you can't use chemical weapons, but that just means you can go back to bombing them with regular bombs and shooting civilians. And, you know, it's like, I, 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 
war is war, and I'm not saying, you know, use chemical weapons, but how is that the line where if civilians and children and women are getting killed, that's fine, but if you use a chemical weapon to kill them, ooh, that's bad. It's this weird, I don't understand gray area of what's moral and amoral or immoral or... I mean, to me, it's all bad. They shouldn't be killing civilians. Why do we draw this sand in the line? That's what I don't understand. Yeah, it's... I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Using chemical weapons is pretty fucked up. That being said, you know what else is fucked up? Uh, ethnic cleansing in Central Africa. But whenever that shit happens, there's never this sense of, why isn't the United States doing anything about this? You know, why are, why are we letting this area get turned over to whoever? Well... The answer is we don't talk about it because that there's not resources that we want within that part of the world. And so we, you know, we, we don't have this sense of, well, we need to turn this place into a goddamn utopia because that's what we do. Right, gang? No, that's not. That's the way that us and, and, and Europe like to kind of portray this. No, we want control over that region. We only give a fuck about this because Russia is trying to elbow in on it and we're afraid that they're going to get control of the region. And so that's that's what this is about. So before you get fooled with some sort of, oh, we're doing this for the kids in Syria. No, no, we're not because we'd be doing this for the kids in the Congo too. We don't give a fuck about that. We give a fuck about the resources within that region and control over that region. I can't remember the comedian's name. This goes back to when I lived in Los Angeles in the early aughts. Um, but my favorite joke, one of my favorite jokes of all time, came out of a comedian's mouth that I wish I could give him credit for it, but I will at least say I this is not my joke. Um, he was talking about the first Iraq war. Or no, maybe it was 2000. Yeah, it was probably us invading Iraq a second time. Yeah, so it would have been 2003. We were in Iraq then. And uh, there was the uh, we we can pinpoint this if you look it up the Great Haitian Earthquake or maybe around then that's that was the late either way the joke was he said uh, if you want to talk about America fighting for freedom and installing democracy we would be in Haiti the only reason we have not invaded Haiti is because you can't power a car using AIDS <laughs> I just thought right. that was yeah. the funniest goddamn line ever yeah yeah I mean it. it and it, it, don't get me wrong, it's, it's, there's not a really good option with Syria right now. Yes, obviously pulling out is going to give more control to al-Assad and to Russia, and that's, that's not a good thing. However, if we attack Assad and get him out, who's going to take that over? We don't talk about that enough. Because well, how well has that worked in every other goddamn country? Egypt is back to being a dictatorship. Um, Libya is a fucking quagmire. Like every time a, a, a dictator is removed, doesn't necessarily improve things. Right. I mean, it, it's basically going to get taken over either by ISIS or people that we don't really know that much about or they know shit about them and it's not good so they don't want to talk about it we just basically call them the rebels and it's like okay well do, do they have a last name do they have who are these fucking guys man it's just ridiculous well i don't have the article in front of me but i did read one this morning or yesterday uh lindsey graham uh there was a, there was a special meeting on syria and his quote was I have left that meeting feeling 
less hopeful about the future or Syria than I did going in because, you know, Trump wants to pull everybody out, which, like you said, will turn it over to al-Assad and Russia. However, if we stay, you know, we're just we're in the middle of a mess and ISIS is regrouping. It's there. There's no good option, like you said. And so I think anybody that says this is the answer is is a little fucked up because you can't really say you have an answer because there who knows what the answer is every choice seems to be bad every single choice seems to be bad yeah and I, that's why i'm if i had to pick one i would err on the side of not getting involved because at least that way morally speaking we're not really signing off on on who whatever the fuck they're doing whereas if we if we put in this uh, whoever else we we got to own that we got to take responsibility for that if we get involved in a never ending conflict and a bunch more civilians die while we're fighting there we kind of got to own that and and you know us not getting involved that's you know again not not ideal there's horrible shit going on there but it i i don't think we have much to add to the situation well, and going back to something you said three minutes ago about Russia uh, wanting influence in the area, we've been through this. Vietnam. We said if we don't fight Russia here, they're going to take over all of Asia, and it didn't happen. They won Vietnam, so to speak, and, you know, Laos, Cambodia, uh, Korea, well, North Korea, you know, like every country didn't fall. Oh, and there's another one, Korea. We, you know, it was a stalemate in Korea, but the whole peninsula didn't fall. It's like, so if you think that turning Russia over to, or Syria over to Russia will suddenly lead to Iraq and Jordan and uh, Iraq, you know, like every country going to Russia, uh, it's already proven that the domino theory was just sort of a scare tactic, if anything. Right. If they if they want to dump a bunch of money into that region like we've been doing the last 20 years almost or well more it's just it really increased in the last 20 years. Uh well they'd be kind of dumb for doing that. It's it's not going to end well for them just like it hasn't ended well for us. It hasn't ended for us. All right, let's move on. Let's touch on, I want to touch on one thing we talked about last week in passing. I can well uh, I ha- I do have a solution. Never mind. I'm about okay. solutions on this podcast. Uh Brooklyn, New York used to be a uh, terrible, terrible place to live. Used to be filled with crime, nothing but gangs. Um, Biggie Smalls wrote a lot of songs about how fucked up it was. It was very, very bad. Um, What happened? The gays. We gentrified it. We sent in hipsters and uh, shops that sold $7 lattes. That is what we need to do there. We need to gentrify Syria. We need to send in the guys with the ear gauges and the handlebar mustaches. And we need to let them open up gluten-free uh, pizza shops. I think it'll help. Can't hurt. Like, I, I went the other way. I went with the gays because uh, that's what anytime gays move into a neighborhood, they increase the property value. The The upkeep of the house is nice. They set up gardens. It's always yeah, good we're, we're setting them, in. too. It's, it's, all, it's all part of the gentrification. We should gentrify Syria. I think we have a solution. Fight with uh, kale, not with, with bombs. That's what I say. <laughs> kale, not bombs. All right. Uh, last week we talked about uh, Trump's lawyer, Mr. Cohen, and I was uh, irritated and amused because I had listened to a podcast filled with ignorance that were saying things like witch hunt and uh, this is bullshit. And the new discovery this week, um, 
Well, first of all, Witch Hunt, I thought it was funny that uh, it was released that the FBI has had him under investigation for three months. So after three months, they finally said, you know what? Let's take a look at what he's got. It wasn't just a matter of someone whispering, we should go get Cohen and them going to get right. it. Three goddamn months of investigation. So if you want to cry witch hunt, you're a fucking idiot. And speaking of fucking idiots, who's been crying witch hunt the loudest? Sean Hannity. And it turns out that he was the mystery client of, of Mr. Cohen. And I, I, there's nothing more amusing than someone being exposed as having skin in the game as you're throwing a temper tantrum saying this is wrong this is bad how can they do this oh it's because you're literally protecting your own interests who, who did was, they say they paid off for sean hannity that that was they unclear didn't. To me. he came out and said the reverse he said i want to make it clear uh because that's what they're saying is cohen's the fixer he's always paying people off yeah. and with sean hannity he said i want to make it clear that um, that he is not my lawyer. I did. I only you know spoke with him, and I never paid him. He never invoiced me. But I do. He want to paid t- off that Taiwanese hooker out of the goodness of his heart. You got Doctors Without Borders. You got the Red Cross. All right. His charity is buying off loudmouth prostitutes for millionaires. He does it out of the goodness of his heart. That money didn't come from me. He's, a, he's like a Boy Scout. But the funny thing about Hannity is what I was saying is he said that he's not technically a client, but that he wants attorney-client privilege. And that doesn't swing both ways, so it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out or if it just goes away like the Syria bombing where is a big bombshell, you know, like, oh, Sean Hannity is the mystery client, and then everyone forgets and moves on. Yeah, it. it but the thing is, is I... Un, unless they're paying off... You know, victims of crimes. You, you know, if if they're if they're paying off, like there was the the Bill O'Reilly. You know, he he had to pay somebody right, like right. thirty two million dollars. And although we don't know the details of that, we can we can assume rape. If it's if it's that fucking much, it's 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 pretty bad. It's it's somewhere in between rape and cannibalism uh, for ter- $32 million. It's, it's, it's a lot. And so if it's an actual crime, yes, of course we got to know that because, well, him getting right with that one person, while that is important, I also think it's bad to have somebody out there harming society by, well, raping or murdering or eating them or wh- whatever it is that, that Bill O'Reilly did. If it's a thing where, you know, they, they have what the, the, the Playboy model, who's saying, "Oh, and now she can," you, you know, she she figured out a way to get out of her contract, and she can yeah, come forward. Um, and she can. What's her name? Uh, Karen McDougal, the Playboy model. She was not bought out by Trump's lawyer. She. This is the other shady part. Is. Uh, the National Enquirer is a Trump supporter, the guy who owns it. So he would buy stories and then just bury them. Like she would, people would sign their story over to the National Enquirer, exclusive rights, and then they would not run it in order pr- to protect Trump. And now she can tell her story. She 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 was with Trump in 2006 and 2007. Uh, so again, he's married. He has a. Um, I don't know what. Uh, but I don't care his... about that. If it's no, if well, it's between here's... two consenting adults, I don't give a fuck. No, neither do I. What I think the the money that they're chasing, at least with Cohen, is did he use 
political funds to pay hush money. If he paid it out of his own pocket, then fine, whatever, who cares? If Trump paid it through him, fine, who cares? I think what they are investigating and why they got the search warrant, and that's why it's an, uh, it's an important split between Stormy Daniels and Karen McDougal, is Karen got paid off by an institution who cares? You know, like you sign the non-disclosure, whatever. You it was two consenting adults uh, with Stormy Daniels. They're trying to figure out whether or not they took campaign donations and paid off a hooker. That uh, is the crime. All right. For one thing, I don't even really give a shit if they did. That's probably not the shadiest thing that goes on with campaign donations, especially with Trump. For two, and, and then two, I don't think they're gonna find out, even if that's where it came from. Why? Because he's a lawyer. He would he would have buried it. He would he would have done something. This is this is his job. <laughs> it's his job to not get them caught for this. So he he would have made it look like on paper that it came from someplace else. So I I think they're kind of they're, they're kind of beating a dead horse with this. I don't think it's going to go anywhere, man. I think it's going to be too tough to prove. And then I I also. I, I don't care because that's that's not the shadiest thing that politicians are doing is paying off uh, consenting adults who had sex with some guy at some point. I, I, I don't give a shit about that. Well, and not just who had sex, but had sex 12 years ago. I well, mean, yeah, that's a long time. I don't yeah, give a I mean, fuck it, about it that. Does, I, I, I don't give a fuck about it, but I do. I think it's funny. The reason I care about it is not that. I think he should be impeached or resign from office or, or any of that. I mean, it is funny. Shit. You're right. It's funny. Right. It's I kind of want to hear about porn stars banging the right. president. But yes. this whole, ha-ha, we got you, you know, from from the the media on the left, it's like, well, you should, you should probably get him for policy shit. That's what's going to make people vote against him. That's what's going to make him show up to the polls and vote. I don't care about this. Mm, I don't know. I think, well, the reason I find it amusing is because... Uh, where I was going is I just think it's funny that evangelicals fucking masturbate to Trump that's the only way they can get an erection is if they're looking at a poster of Trump on their wall and they claim to love Jesus and they love the most unholy of of men the biggest piece the shit stain they're like oh he's so wonderful and christian and he you know fucks around his wife that's what i think is funny is is the disparity the the disconnect between reality and you know, the the fantasy, the idea that he is a Christian holy savior and he's in reality just a piece of shit that, you know, fucks porn stars and, well, his newborn son is at home with his wife. Yeah, and that, it, it, strangely enough, is is one of the only things I actually like about Trump is the fact <laughs> that, he, in a strange way, right, because he, what he's doing accidentally indirectly is he is making it to where a person's personal life is not the government's business you know i mean the evangelicals will pretend like oh yeah we care about all this this i don't know sexual morality and all this but you clearly don't if you've elected this guy and you stick up for him so you can't put this guy in there and then after he's out, turn around and go, yeah, but you, gay marriage is immoral, right? <laughs> like, exactly. No, it's it's, it's not going to work. It's 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 taking it to where a you know a person's 
personal sex life, as long as they're not victimizing anyone, is their own fucking business. And that's the way I think it should be. It shouldn't be the government's business. And, you know, the president is not a dictator. He's a figurehead. And so I think having a a degenerate figurehead that likes to get pissed on by Russian hookers is kind of a good thing for us because it's going to make the government leave us the fuck alone, even on the right. <laughs> There's one thing when it's somebody on the left doing it, all right? I expect that out of us. They expect that out of us. You, you, you know, I, I, they, they, that's just going to make them bark even louder. But when it's their guy, then it's like, see, we're all getting pissed on by Russian hookers. Shut up. Exactly. Well, I suppose we would be remiss if we didn't talk about Starbucks a little bit. Jake, you want to go first? You got any thoughts on this uh, as it as it unfolds? Yeah, honestly, I, I don't want to say too much about that just because the articles I'm reading are so fucking biased both ways on this thing that I don't really know what the fuck happened in there. I mean, I, I don't, yeah, because either an article will say these guys did absolutely nothing wrong to piss off the people that work there, the, you, you know, like, or it'll say they refused to buy stuff, they were loud, they were arguing with the staff, they were this and that, and arguing with the cops and this and that. And it's the truth is probably somewhere in the middle from there. Uh, from from what I've heard, they, you know, and what, what I've seen on like the little clips of the videos or whatever, I, I haven't even been able to find like a, video footage it's not cut up and just trying to show certain angles of it you know um but it doesn't look like they were that argumentative with the cops so it seems to me like more of it's on the cops for not just being like listen they've requested that you either buy something or leave if you don't leave i gotta arrest you it seems like you could do that as opposed to um you know, just showing up and arresting them right away. But as far as them calling the cops because they refused to buy something, yeah, um, that's that's sort of what what happens. Um, I've I've had people now. I I buy coffee when I'm in fucking coffee shops, so yeah, I I don't get the cops called on me for not buying stuff because I buy stuff. But there was one time back home where a, I met a guy at a coffee shop because he was trying to sell me a pyramid scheme. Long story. Didn't feel like buying coffee for that. And then eventually the people came up to us and was like, hey, you got to buy something. And I I was just, I wasn't going to buy anything. I was like, I was waiting to see if the guy would offer to buy me a cup of coffee. Because if not, that was an excuse for, to, for me to end this fucking meeting. And he didn't. He was just talking real fast, which was... Yeah, it's one more reason to be like, yeah, that's what's a fucking pyramid scheme, you know? Couldn't spend a dollar on a cup of coffee. But, yeah, I, so they, they did that to me too. Now, do I think that they would have called the cops if those guys were white and refusing to buy something? Possibly. I don't know. Do I think the cops would have arrested them right away if they were white? That's that's where I think it looks a little more like, well, yeah, that that was... It didn't seem like you, you needed to go right to arresting them. Um, however, the flip side of that, if they would have arrested these guys for not buying a cup of coffee and refusing to leave the Starbucks when asked multiple times, and these guys were white, this would not be a national news story. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I, I I literally have all the same thoughts you do. And it's not this. as big as us bombing another country. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? But it's getting all the fucking press. 
Here, here, here's the question that I want answered. Like uh, everything you said, I agree with. Um, were the cops called because they were black? Maybe I don't know. Um, if you go to a coffee shop to meet someone, if you're not involved in a pyramid scheme, like why don't you just buy some coffee? You know, like if if you're meeting someone at a coffee shop and you don't drink coffee, like when you're setting up the meeting, why don't you go? I don't really drink coffee. Why don't we not meet at Starbucks? But here's here's where I get lost. They in have non coffee drinks there, man. They exactly. they thought about this. <laughs> yeah. They've thought about people that don't drink coffee and want some sort of liquid to quench their thirst. They 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 got a ton of it. They got a ton of juice. They got a ton of tea. Uh, Water, they have water. There's all kinds of shit. You can you can go up to the register and spend about a dollar twenty five, and they will let you sit there for a long fucking time. Right. Well, that's where I was going with this. The long fucking time part. What I want to know is the timeline. Yes. Because that's yes. what I haven't seen. Did and that's why I don't want to give too down? much of an opinion on it because I need to know the time. Yes, I can't agree with that more. Yeah, like, did they sit down and the cops were called? Well, that's pretty questionable. Had they been there 15 minutes and hadn't bought anything and been react Like, I, I, since I don't know what happened, I can't have an opinion. Like, if they said, hey, you can't sit there unless you're going to buy something, and they said, oh, we're just meeting someone, and that goes on for 15, 20 minutes. Like- I've tried reading four different articles on this. Neither one of them was any good. And they were exactly. all from big news sources, and they, they, they really tried to just paint it one way. And didn't give the full story, didn't give a lot of details, didn't get, you, you know, and they would just interview like I civil right. Well, this is this is the problem in America is blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, OK, have those guys. But tell me what the fuck happened. <laughs> like, give me the timeline. Tell me what was said. Tell me what was done. Tell me just tell me what the fuck happened. No one wants yep. to do that. And the thing that pisses me off going forward is first of all, Starbucks announced that they're going to close for an afternoon for how long? I don't know, an hour, two hours, something like that, to talk about racial uh, bias and insensitivity. And you know what? Good on Starbucks for that. It's kind of weird that it took a, a boycott and a protest to bring it to that, because you'd think that would be part of a natural hire program. You're like, you know, you're training, you get hired, and uh, you're told how to use the register, and you're also told, hey, maybe don't be racist. Like, I don't know why you well, need to close. They need to make a big statement. That. That's yeah. what Starbucks has to do. But here, wait one second. Here's what pisses me off off this is the thing that really got under my skin the boycott in the first place the fact that boycott starbucks was trending and everybody was saying boycott starbucks boycotts it's like this is one manager at one starbucks that did something possibly dumb called the cops and as you said it's more on the cops like i don't know what the interaction was did the cops walk in and literally say get up you're putting you're under arrest or did they say hey we need you to leave and then they said no and then they're getting i don't know right but the whole thing is, we're talking Starbucks about employees one- can't arrest people. I don't, I, you know, I'm not a lawyer, but uh, yeah, they, they they can't arrest people. They can they can call the cops, and at that point, it's on the cops to arrest people. Exactly. So then, if you're mad again, about the arrest, one, yeah, one goddamn Starbucks, and you're protesting the entire corporation. Right. They're saying boycott Starbucks because one thing. Ha- and here's the flip side: I can almost guarantee. I can't 100%, but 99% guarantee that almost anybody screaming boycott Starbucks was also screaming Trump's Muslim ban is racist. You can't blame all Muslims for the actions of a few. So when it comes to a Muslim ban, you're saying, yes, that's racist. You can't blame all Muslims because a couple of bad apples. But when it comes to one manager at a Starbucks, oh, blame all Starbucks. It's like complete illogical left-wing 
fucking social justice warrior bullshit that they just want to scream and be angry about something. And the thing is, is if I could find an article actually telling me what happened, I, I might be a little more like, eh. but yeah, that was, you, you hit the nail on the head. This was one Starbucks, man. And they're, they're doing this whole closing it down for the insensitivity thing. So, you know, it's, it's, it's clearly not the company as a whole, which, you know, closing it down and giving people instructions to not be racist. The thing about real straight-up racists, um, they don't care when you tell them not to be racist. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you noticed... Uh, I don't know if you noticed the disposition of a lot of those tiki torch carrying guys in Charlottesville last summer. Uh, didn't seem to care when you yelled at them not to be racist. It uh, it only made them happy. Uh, it only made them they well not not happy with you, but you know happy about being racist. They would turn to the racist next to them and be like, "Hey, you see how much we we pissed off that progressive fellow on the other side of this? Let's yell more racist shit at him." And then they'd high five. And they'd, they'd rub swastika tattoos on their shoulders, you know what I mean? And it would be more racist. So the whole, and, and you know, that, that was always my, my thing with, they, they made my girlfriend take an, an online course on sexual harassment in the workplace that took her for fucking ever to get through. And I was telling her, I was like, you should not do it. You should make them take disciplinary actions against a female employee for not taking the sexual harassment briefing seriously. That is what you should do. That would be hilarious. But yeah, it took forever. And the thing about sexual predators, again, they don't give a fuck. Would that video have made Harvey Weinstein less rapey? No, it wouldn't. <laughs> it's, it, all it is is them checking the box and going, see, we as a corporation give a fuck. Don't sue us. That's that's all that is. It's not helping prevent this from actual racists if that's even went, what went down here, I, I don't know because I can't get any details out of any articles. I can just get opinions um, of people that weren't fucking there. That's all I can get out of any article. Uh, I, I've and read as articles. you said, edited video. Yes, and edited video. And so I I can't form a really much of an opinion on this one specific thing. Um, I I, I kind of gave you mine based off of what I pieced together, which is not much, which is why it's a very vague opinion. Um, I will say that the media is fucking garbage on this one. And they're, they're, they're just basically trying to, I, I don't know. They're trying to report opinions and not report the news is, is what they're doing. And I did remember uh, while you were talking, one other thing that makes me angry is because when you're, when you're dealing with social justice warriors that just like to throw tantrums and cry, they will never be happy. And I saw a tweet um, the, uh, earlier uh, today. So Starbucks announced they're going to close all 8,000 stores and have racial sensitivity training. And they invited the NAACP and they invited Jonathan Greenblatt, the CEO of the Anti-Defamation League, who will help design the program about uh, to for Starbucks employees. And so the tweet you know I for saw, all those baristas with the Confederate flag belt buckles that are just behind the times and need a sensitivity training on racial injustice in America to straighten out their racist barista ways. <laughs> no. Um, I saw a a, a full-on uh, hijab-wearing Muslim tweeting 
that how dare Starbucks say they are going to be sensitive to people's needs when they are when they have invited the Anti-Defamation League, which is anti-Muslim, to the table. So you're not going to make everybody. You just can't. You have you now. You have them. This and it was, it was getting tweeted. And Wait, retweeted. I don't know who the Anti-Defamation League is. What it's is anti- it? De- it's a it's a Jewish organization to promote uh, 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 oh shit oh, they accidentally dra- dragged Israel and Palestine into this fucking <laughs> Starbucks coffee situation god maybe damn uh, maybe they're not Jewish hold on one second I could be wrong there it is it's anti it's a, I knew it was Jewish but either way so yeah now now Oh my goodness! It's I I clicked on something just to make sure that I wasn't speaking out of my ass when I said uh, that it was a Jewish thing. So one of the leaders of the women's march is now saying boycott Starbucks over partnership with Jewish group. I mean, because oh, just these fucking people! All they want to do is fucking throw a fit over everything. That's all it they turns do out. Is whine one and of the people they invited was pro black coffee drinker. But doesn't think the Holocaust was real. <laughs> Son of a bitch. We didn't inv- we didn't vet these guys enough. Oh, it's so funny. All right, Jake, uh, is there anything you want to talk about as we close up shop here? I think we've uh, covered some good topics. Do you have a movie review for us? Mm-hmm. I'm excited about this weekend. I am I, I cannot lie. Um, Super Troopers 2. Super Troopers, the original. Oh, it's such a great movie. So yeah. dear to my heart. And so I, I, I'm trying to temper my expectations because I don't want to be let down. I'm just, I'm, I want to go in just an, an open, uh, empty canvas and just sit back and enjoy. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm glad you reminded Troopers me of that because I need to make my girlfriend watch the first one. Um, I've tried like three times while it was late and we were already drinking. And she's basic, she's, Whatever Asperger's is to autism, that's what she is to narcolepsy, man. If she if she goes from ten to zero, if she's a little bit fucking tired, you can't get her to stay up and watch nothing, man. Not without, not without like a rail the length of our coffee table, man. That's that's the only way to keep her up once she's tired. And so I need to make her watch that because it's a great movie. She's gonna love it. Listeners, if you haven't seen the first Super Troopers, watch it. Go watch the second one. Um, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to that. I, you know what I did see that was really good? I, I, well, here, before you talk about that, I do want to say one thing about Super Troopers. Is oh, yeah. This, the movie, to me, if you have not seen it, listeners, it's, it's a comedy that is so funny that sometimes I watch it without laughing because I am just so... Because you're jerking gross. off, right? Yeah, no, I jerked off. I'm staring at it, going, "How do oh, you be this brilliant and funny?" I'm looking at it, going, "How do you put together a movie this perfect?" It's and fucking I just great, enjoy man. it. And there's so many, like one of my favorite scenes is, um, uh, I can't think of the character's name. One of the one of the, the super trooper guys is meeting. So there there are rival police stations. There there's the highway patrol and then the local police. And uh, one of the, the guys from one side has a crush on the girl from the other, and they meet in a restaurant, and she walks in as a leather-wearing, you know, Harley-riding biker, and he's wearing spandex and a 
bicycling helmet. And he just looks at her and goes, oh, biker, I'm an idiot. And to me, that's just the funniest guy. Because you just, <laughs> they don't even need to say anything more about the yeah. joke. He just realizes that they're supposed to be in disguise. She said, let's go dressed as bikers. And he just picked the wrong bike. But it's so throwaway. And almost every joke is like that. There are so many throwaway jokes that I think are just clever. And I just I stare at the screen and go, who thinks of this? This is so beautiful and funny. And I, I'm so... I just can't laugh because I'm so wrapped up in how good it is. And that's weird to say that it's so funny that I can't even laugh at it because I'm enjoying it so much. All right, what what were you going to say you saw? We'll get out of here on your movie review. Um, also funny, less funny than Super Troopers. Chappaquiddick, the story of Ted Kennedy killing a girl in a lake. Oh, no, it wasn't that funny. Um, <laughs> but still a very good movie. Very good movie. Enjoyed it. All right. Well, go see Chappaquiddick in theaters, and next week, hopefully, we will talk to you about Super Troopers yes. too. Right. Chappaquiddick. It. It. Ted Kennedy still my favorite Kennedy. I like my heroes to be a little bit evil. You know what I'm saying? I liked I Tanya. I liked the movie where the lady banged the fish. I. I. You know. I don't want to watch a movie about John F. Kennedy. Uh, you know. You know, getting rid of Jim Crow. I want to watch a movie about John F. Kennedy getting us into Vietnam. I like to see evil in my heroes. <laughs> well, there you go. All right, kids, tell your friends to listen to us. Tell your coworkers to listen to us. Tell your spouse to listen to us. Tell people to listen to us. Yeah, and if All they right. don't, fucking tie them to a chair and make them. A- there you go. All right. Bye-bye. Later.